This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 5.46 and it's time for today on Twitter. From one billionaire to another, what Elon Musk can, uh, what Elon Musk getting booed can teach us about how disconnected people at the top can become? Oh, I'm very excited to talk about this, uh, partly because of the the discourse that's emerged from this particular moment. But to talk, but to tell you about the moment, right? On Monday, there was a Dave Chappelle comedy show in which he invited Elon Musk up on stage as a guest, and when he came up, um, he was. He couldn't get a word in. He was drowned out with booze. We know this because there have been videos circulating, despite the fact that the people who have been circulating said videos have also been complaining that Twitter has been taking them down. No surprises there. But anyways, that's what happened. He got on stage. He was booed. He was jeered at. And um, he couldn't get a word in. And then that was that. And in response to this booing, uh, Dave Chappelle apparently, uh, jokingly said that some of the people Musk fired must also be in the audience. Um, and this response also comes after Elon Musk spent much of the weekend kind of wading into culture wars, uh, issuing transphobic statements, echoing QAnon tropes, all stuff that's been part and parcel of his public persona anyway. And um, I think what's fascinating about this is that comparisons have been made, or rather uh, Stories about Elon Musk being surrounded by yes men and not necessarily, you know, existing in an existing in an echo chamber, not necessarily hearing substantive feedback, especially if it's negative, have been circulating for some time. And seeing it play out writ large on stage has been very interesting. You know, the best takedown I've read uh, of Elon Musk has been James Lovelock in his last book, uh, Novacine, where he talks about uh, Musk and the billionaire dream of somehow launching themselves off planet Earth, you know, uh, to, uh, to colonize planets beyond, um, you know. And so uh, this, you know, Elon Musk is a curious character. I think you think he would have better things to do than to wade into culture wars and issue transphobic statements, as you just said, Lynn, uh, that he could actually do some great stuff with the technology if that's in fact what he's about. But, you know, this wealth has created a rather uh, megalomaniacal and self regarding kind of individual that, yeah, produces rubbish at the end of the day. <laughs> so what struck me about the video, because it started making the rounds earlier this week on Twitter, um, was the fact that you see this man who is one of the most powerful people in the world, I would say, particularly wealth-wise, standing in front of a crowd, not firstly, actually, frankly, shocked at the reception that he was getting um, and not knowing what to do or how to respond. Um, and it was one of those very humbling moments to watch as a viewer to think that all that wealth, you control one of the biggest social media platforms in the world. Um, and you didn't realize, perhaps, that you weren't as universally beloved as you thought you might be. Um, and that might go for both Chappelle and Elon Musk to some extent, because I'm just thinking, 
Why would Dave Chappelle bring him on in the first place? Well, uh, this tweet from Ryan Burasa kind of gets at that. Um, Ryan says, The funniest thing about Dave Chappelle bringing Elon Musk on stage is that they're both incredibly rich, had an audience of thousands in front of them, and neither of them had anything to actually say. Elon had a microphone in his hand and said nothing. Money can't buy charisma. Uh, the original Mika added on to that saying, Wonderful seeing Elon Musk get booed off stage at the Dave Chappelle's show. He screamed, I'm rich, B-word, in response. Uh, this this is the entitled transphobic billionaire that you are all defending. And um, in in relation to that, I've also been seeing people tweet or, or write about the fact that people like Elon Musk hire PR firms. They do. They, they have um, marketing teams. They have communication teams, all of whom try to prevent exactly this from happening. And, and so to see somebody kind of... Um, decide to go out there anyway and perhaps undermine a lot of a lot of the narrative that his team might be putting out is is an interesting move but overall for me the the question of the the echo chamber and the feedback is an interesting one um because I do think it is fair to say by and large that the higher up you go the less honest feedback you get well, we have a tweet from Loser Incarnate um, that actually reflects that, saying, <laughs> Dave Chappelle getting mad at his own audience for not liking the guest nobody came to see, and Elon Musk going on Twitter to cry about a woke mind virus, really makes you wonder why people think powerful, rich people are fundamentally disconnected from the average person. Um, and, you know, the other part of this is that Elon Musk, who has been talking about wanting to turn Twitter into a space for free conversation, has been getting videos of this incident taken down off of various platforms, including Twitter itself. So there's a deep irony there. Yeah, the thing is, uh, Elon Musk will die one day because we all must. Nobody lives forever, not even Elon Musk. And he might want to, I don't know, upload his brain or personality into the cloud. And maybe there will be a day where all this uh, operates, you know, through AI. But uh, barring that, I think there'll be a time when we can look back at Elon Musk and measure the man in terms of what his contributions to the, to the global community is and planet, uh, including things like the Hyperloop thing and all that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know where he will stand because the the oddities, you know, might be minor when you com when it's compared to. I mean, this is uh, in some ways the defense of not defense of Elon Musk, but the defense of people who are famous, or, or, who who do things that are. Uh, change the way we all operate. And if they do that, then all this is by the by. I mean, I just, the fact that he's cranky and transphobic will probably pass. The fact that he leaves us with new ways of, uh, you know, new ways of uh, mobility uh, and such, you know, that will be, I think, the lasting contribution if it happens. So, to bring this back, I think, to something more personal or relatable, really it's this idea of um, the further up you go, do you stop getting honest feedback? Um, and that's what we're asking you. Do people still give you honest feedback and do you take it well? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Bring forth Moolah, BFM 89.9. It is just coming up to 5.57. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila, Lynn and Sharad. And we've been talking about Elon Musk getting booed on Dave Chappelle's uh, stand-up comedy show recently. And we've been asking you, do people still give you honest feedback? 
do you take it well? You can call us, you can WhatsApp us, you can send us a voice note or tweet us. Uh, we have very little time on this side of things, but we do have a message from Munif on this. Munif says a daughter of a recently jailed thief tried to garner public sympathy by reminiscing about her father's love of Starbucks, a brand that most people the thief stole from can't really afford to indulge in. Yeah, the ultra-rich are so out of touch. And the higher up the ladder you get, the less sincere feedback you get, naturally. Take a normal office meeting, for example. In the meeting, everyone is all Yes, boss, clever la boss, perfect idea boss. When the same lot gather in the pantry, minus boss, the conversation immediately becomes, what a tool. How is he rich even? He never listens. All great points, Munif. And and you know what was really indicative were those leaked uh, messages that came out off conversations between Elon Musk and his uh, quote-unquote friends in the Silicon Valley and how it all had this tone of, yes, everything is brilliant. Yes, your ideas are perfect. Yeah, so, you know, I think uh, Elon Musk... When you read about his personal life or his relationships with people, you do get a sense, one, he is insulated because of his wealth or his position, all bosses. But I mean, I think with him in particular, I think the the global acc- accolades he gets um, for the kinds of things that he's doing that are good, but also the kinds of notoriety he's um, uh, trying to garner for himself. Yeah, must be difficult. <laughs> Keep those thoughts coming. You can uh, you can call us, you can tweet us, you can WhatsApp us, you can send us a voice note. After the 6 o'clock news on Inside Story, we are going to be talking about Malaysia's, um, Malaysia's Michelin stars. They've been awarded to four different restaurants. Um, and so we're going to have quite a foodie conversation. And we're asking you, how do you decide where to eat? When you're told a place is famous, do you seek it out or avoid it? You can um, call us, WhatsApp us, send us a voice note or tweet us and keep it here, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.